This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to The Daily Check-In. This week on the CR Checkup Podcast, we're talking about bitterness and why we should look for beauty in bitterness. Alright, today on the podcast, I'm having a conversation with my good friend, Pastor Denton Ross. How's it going, Denton? What's up, family? My name is Denton Ross. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I uh, struggle with pride, uh, fear, we've uh, learned lately, and um, uh, and moderation. <laughs> Hi, Denton. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love how when you introduce yourself you do that that cowboy woo <laughs> woo doggy <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> oh geez dude so how are things going with you how's the family how are you guys holding up with uh, being locked up and and all that yeah we're doing we're doing good I mean it's it's a little little different for us probably than some i guess everybody's experiencing this in a little bit different ways i mean we're uh and the farming aspect still goes on that's uh you know eating is essential i think so uh, we're still growing things and still milking cows and so that consumes uh, a big part of my time and uh you know ministry looks a lot different now um you just got off the uh, off the zoom call as probably many of you have been experiencing and the struggles that go along with uh, technology and those things. My daughter showed me how to use uh, backgrounds for the first time, so I kind of had a cool background tonight. So that's that's cool. <laughs> yeah, you've got some like I want to say like they. I know that they aren't YouTube sensations, but basically they are. Oh, they're almost like real life sensations. Like they're they're just they're fun. They're quirky. They're they're really the best, you know. And so. <laughs> Do you have any have any fun stories that like they've been doing anything crazy lately? Uh, the fam, you mean? Yeah. What's the craziest thing lately? Well, we got uh, two Brahmin cattle. Bramer is what we call them. If I'm using my Yahoo cowboy voice uh, <laughs> in, in the lab, and so we do we do some IVF work in the lab where we're fertilizing uh, oocytes in a dish, and we got these two Bramers and. And they named them JC and Hadley after my daughters. And that's because one's kind of friendly and one's kind of not. So I'm going to let you decide which one is which. But uh, yeah, JC and Hadley have been kind of the new thing uh, going on at the dairy. So I love it. That's so cool. Well, right on, man. Well, um, I know for, for us, we have had some moments where we're just kind of like, Olivia and I will be kind of like, I'll be working in my office and then she'll be like kind of working in her office and then I'll hear her walking down the steps. And so I think because we're both kind of going crazy, we'll just like randomly <laughs> break out in song, you know, just <laughs> we'll just be singing at the top of our lungs, but like not real songs, just made up ones that we're so yeah, we're, we're kind of losing it over here, <laughs> but it's all good. So, um, I, I'm happy that you're on the podcast today, but um, I wish that we were talking about something a little more uplifting. 
Um, but I think that we can still get there. So this this week we've been talking about bitterness on the podcast, and ultimately we're relating that uh, back to building resentments is kind of how we we tie it into CR the most. Um, but what we've been kind of trying to to make the journey through is like finding finding the beauty in bitterness. And there it's, it's been kind of a, a bit of a, a, a journey. Um, but we kind of started off this week talking about uh, Nelson Mandela and, and how he um, spent 27 years in prison, dude. Like that's, that's a, a long time. Like he didn't get out of jail. I think he was, he was 72 when he got out of jail and then <laughs> Like talk about 27 years of isolation, you know, and then he gets out of jail and then wins the Nobel Peace Prize and then becomes the president of (laughs) Africa. Like it's like one of those stories that you hear and you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I complaining for? Like, I I have no right. But uh, he said something that was like really profound. Um when somebody was asking him about how he kept like a positive attitude. And he said that, uh, he said, as I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. Yeah. And I think that that's just like, a, I mean, I guess it goes to say for, for all emotions, really, you know, like, it's that that age old idea. It's like holding a, a hot coal and expecting, you know, the person that did me wrong to get burned or yeah, yeah, yeah. that old thing. Yeah, all those, all those emotion, emotions that we sometimes coin as bad, which I know we're like, well, they're kind of neutral, right? They're not emotions themselves are neutral, right? But right. like those ones that we coin as bad that but like such a wise choice for him to walk away from those knowing that if he didn't, yeah, his hand would be sitting there holding cold. (laughs) Yeah. What are your thoughts like on bitterness? Like, is that something that you've, have you had a, like a, a time in your life that like you kind of had to take a step back and be like, Oh my gosh, man, like I've been holding on to this and, and I need to let it go. Or, or I think, (laughs) I think most of us can probably think back to a moment when, like there was that one person that was like so bitter, you know, and, and, and the impression that it left on, on us, you know, do you, do you have, uh, <laughs> I, um, I've been married for, <laughs> okay. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, no, uh, but that's what came to my mind first, to be honest, and my own bitterness. It wasn't not my wife. My wife is nearly <laughs> perfect. For yeah, us, she's so incapable. No <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like stupid things in marriage is what first popped into my mind when you mentioned we were going to be talking about bitterness. Is like, I, you know, I don't know, just little petty things, and then you hold on to them for a week. Or and I'm terrible about that. I. I <laughs> I would like to say, sit here and say that's something that I don't struggle with, but like, man, I can stonewall with the best of them, you know? (laughs) And I, and I know, I know after, uh, you know, like I said, nearly 25 years of marriage, know that it's, it's not healthy for our marriage. It's not healthy for me. And it doesn't help at all. 
right. and let you still kind of run into those emotions. Um, so yeah, it's something that I've uh, certainly dealt with uh, in in my own being. Um, and that's just what uh, that what first popped into my mind was the, the marriage thing. Yeah. No, I could totally see that. And it's funny because even as you say that, like, it's more of like this, I don't know, it almost brings it down to earth a little bit. I guess when I think of of bitterness, it's almost like the, it's like old man syndrome, you know, like the, <laughs> the guy who's just like... <laughs> You're like, oh, you had to, you know, you had a long day at school. When I was your age, I had to, you know, like that's kind of what what I think mostly when it comes to bitterness. And, you know, I shared a bit on the podcast about how ultimately, you know, like a lot of my addiction was fueled by bitterness because like it was like this idea that, you know, nobody was on my side. Nobody, you know, did anything for me. Everything always was against me. And the only way that I could make it through life is if I, you know, was stoned or drunk or, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? And, and I had to like, kind of come to terms with that in, in early on in recovery that it was like, wow, dude, I'm, I'm really holding on to this bitterness. And, it doesn't matter what I do now, you know, if I could, you know, read the Bible, do all of those things that, you know, maybe would be suggested to me. But if I don't let go of that bitterness, then it's all going to be for naught, you know? And yeah. we talk about that in the program too. We call people, you know, that are, have just been in the program forever. They, you know, have done their steps They're go to church, go to meetings every single day, but they, they're not happy, you know? And it's like, <laughs> why, what, you know, what is that? And I would attribute it to, to bitterness, you know what I mean? And it seems like one of those things that is like, you know, it's a root problem, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it's interesting yeah. that you would kind of bring it into kind of like the everyday kind of. I'm holding on to because I would I wouldn't I mean, I don't know, but I wouldn't guess that those moments that you have in your marriage would last more than a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, at the max. Yeah. Yeah. They, it wouldn't be a, a long lasting thing. And um, it, it, it'd be something that, yeah, I usually come to my senses and realize <laughs> I have to work on that uh, my own self and then you know apologize for being an idiot <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh but yeah it is you know it, it does uh it, it, it can't it, it not in my marriage per se but there has been bitterness moments that have lasted longer than that for sure right um, and and there's those things that they don't they don't maybe they don't really affect you that much on the day to day. But like, when you think about them, you're like, you're still bitter about, you know, something that happened 10 years ago about the, the one time that guy did that to me. And you're like, God, why am I thinking about that? You know, something that happened years ago, that's not healthy either. You know? Yeah, totally. It's those things that kind of, they go through seasons and, and they seem to like build on each other. Like it never ends. And it is, man. It's really weird to to think about stuff like that and and to know that ultimately it's it's like I I mean when I was I was reading about Nelson Mandela and he was like 
saying all these things. It's so true how like I'll lock myself up in like imprison myself with like those things that that bother me, you know, and it's it's like this weird concept. It's it's the same, too, for like like if I get in a mood when like I, I feel like really down on myself. Right. And so like I'm like, I know what to do because I'm sad. I'm going to beat myself up like that. That's going to help. Right. And I think like the same thing happens in this bitterness, too, where it's weird to think that it's like, okay, you know, I feel like this person has done me wrong or this situation, you know, didn't work out the way that I wanted it to. And so (laughs) for some reason, my mind goes, hey, maybe you should hold on to that for, I don't know, 10 years. (laughs) And yeah, and keep thinking about it, right? Like it's... uh, what do you say? The yellow elephant or the, what's the thing you always say? Don't think about the yellow bus. Yeah. Yeah. The, don't think about the yellow bus. And then all you're thinking about the yellow bus. And you, I think sometimes I tell myself with that, like with a dealing I've had with a person that's maybe bitter is like, well, I'm not going to think about that person or that person that he did this to me that time, that one time, that same person, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's all I'm thinking <laughs> about now. that's so true man and i think that that's ultimately what it comes down to especially when we're talking about all of these things in recovery is that like i think one of the biggest things that i struggle with in just like everyday life is that like if i can somehow get through like yeah this person did me wrong or i did this thing wrong whatever it is the situation if i can just you know, get like 10 minutes outside of this and and just get outside of feeling this feeling in this moment, then it'll go away forever, you know? And like, it's just not the case, you know what I mean? And like, ultimately, a lot of times the things that I carry with me for a really long time are things that I'm really good at, at shoving down and not dealing with. And then those, those things become like the the most dangerous you know yeah yeah it's just the same thing like it's one of those things that we have to go through right we can't just pack it down yeah we have to run headlong into the wall like we say right exactly (laughs) man into that emotion totally i i was interesting because uh i was i was reading and this was like i feel like i never come across this proverb and it was it was really good to just kind of study it for the podcast but just for me personally, and it was uh, Proverbs 27, 7, and it says that a person who is full refuses honey, but even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry. Mm. And like, I don't know, dude, it just kind of got me thinking. And uh, one of the things that as I was kind of sitting there and meditating on this and kind of trying to fi- find out, you know, how I needed to communicate my thoughts about this is, is um, I wrote when I have, Oh, when I always have what I want, what I want will never be enough. And like this, this idea, and we were talking about this quite a bit, just uh, a couple of months ago is like this idea of like favor and, you know, <laughs> things working out. And uh, how, it's, it's interesting how it seems like, uh, you know, I, I want to say the word sweet because it's like the opposite basically of bitter. But when like 
when I experience favor or seems like I'm experiencing favor in every single area of my life, uh, it seems like it, it's, it becomes a problem. And I don't know if that's just for me, but like, uh, it, this proverb kind of alludes to the same thinking is like, if I'm, if a person who is, uh, it says a person who is full refuses honey. And it's like, I don't know. Like I, I was reading about this. Oh, I, I wanted to share with you too. This, uh, uh, he's a preacher. His name is David Thomas. He's like from the 1700s. And he said, which of the two is more blessed? The man who has abundance of enjoyable things without power of enjoying, or he who has the scarcest and humblest fare with the full relish of a hungry soul? Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. It, it just, uh, <clears throat> it makes me think about you know what popped into my mind right there is uh, the two people praying in in the Gospels, where the the, the Pharisee went up and and then the, the sinner came up and were like beating his chest, right? Mm. Like he, the Pharisee guy was the full guy, right? Like, oh, thank God I'm not like that guy. Yeah, uh, he probably couldn't even taste the honey, right? Right. But the other guy was hungry for God, right? And who walked away? pardoned or who walked away in the presence of God, it was the sinner. Right. So that's, that's what that made me think of. I don't know. No, that's so good because honestly, like, I feel like, I mean, I think that this is a pretty common knowledge thing that, you know, it's like this idea when everything is going right in my life, then I don't, I don't reach out to God as much, you know, that's just like kind of the harsh reality of it. But when things do go wrong, then, you know, all of a sudden I'm, you know, on my knees weeping and acting like a baby, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and so like, I don't know, I think that we, you know, we've talked about this a lot, just you and I, this idea where it's like, well, I don't want bad things to happen, obviously, you know, it's not like the, it's not like a, the desire to, you know, for bad things to happen to me, but like understanding that like, I need that in my life. Like I need, I need things to go. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds so weird to, to say that, you know, that that's a necessity in my life. But like, I don't know if I'm just that sick that like, <laughs> that like, that's what it takes. Like it, like I, I can't function. I mean, you know, I know what happens if things are, are all my way then like I'm dead in a ditch in two weeks, you know, like that's, that's just like the harsh reality of, of my life. You know what I mean? And, and that's the, that's where I can see that when, when I'm, when I, I struggle with that bitterness, if I am, am willing to actually take a look at it, then that's where I really do, you know, build on a, a reliance on God and, and to, to really actually, uh, get to know him better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people will tell you if they, when they're walking through a tragedy or a struggle or whatever it may be, um, you know, it, it goes one of two ways. And, and if you're, if you're walking with God, it usually draws you closer to God, Right. you know, um, because of the struggle. Yeah. You, you, you find out, uh, attributes of God that you didn't, know as clearly as when yeah you were walking down the road fat dumb and happy i guess yeah 
I think it's like that. It's just the, it's like the, the ebb and flow of, of life. You know what I mean? And, and I think that, I think when it comes down to it, the things that I classify as, as bad or bitter in the long run aren't really as bad or as bitter as I thought that they were, you know, I, 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 I am not saying that, you know, we need to, when I'm talking about bitterness and like the necessity of it, I'm not saying like, you know, we have to go through immense tragedy and like, you know, lose limbs and everything like that. No doubt. God is still there in that as well, but just understanding that, you know, when I don't get my way, you know, in my argument with my wife, you know, or I don't get the best parking spot or, you know, best seat at the movie theaters, you know, like that, that's ultimately, you know, there, there's, I don't know, I guess it's easy to overreact and, and to think that, you know, those just because those things are happening, like my life is falling apart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, and and when you talked about going through those struggles or tragedies, if you're going through bitterness, you know, if it's with your wife and hopefully it's a day or two uh, on the other side of that and you see your heir and you ask for for that forgiveness, then you you learn a little bit more about how, how much God loves you and how much his forgiveness means, right? Yeah. No, that's it's, it's just one of those things where the, the the struggle of bitterness can, if you work through it, propel you to a better understanding of God's forgiveness of you. Yeah. Or me. Yep. No, I think that that's, you're totally right there on there because I think that like that's like bitterness is one of those things. It's like a, a lot of times in the scriptures, it talks about like, uh, the gall or like the bitter root, you know, is what it talks about. And it's like one of those things that it's like, you know, you can travel and follow it back. And in that there's so much to be learned and there's so much beauty to be found in that. And that like the things that, you know, potentially are, are challenging me with becoming bitter are the things that, like will tell me the most about myself and ultimately tell me, uh, you know what I, I love Olivia and I were talking about this the other day is that ultimately the, the things that we believe about ourselves are what we truly believe about God as well. And I thought that that was so profound in the, in this way of thinking, it's like, if I'm becoming bitter about some situation that happened to me and I thought that I was wronged, you know, I think that even though all uh, all fronts may seem on the contrary, like I, it does come back to me thinking, well, God obviously didn't have my back in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that that's super damaging. But on the flip side of it, like you're saying, there's so much beauty in confronting that and and being able to follow it because, uh, yeah, I mean, God's. It's still in the same spot and so I'll, I'll find him in in that search and you know it's just uh some beautiful experiences come from that yeah yeah the the, the, the beautiful experience comes when you go through that right not when you push it down and, and forget about 
the bitterness that you felt or that person that you're bitter with, you know. Yeah. But going all the way through <laughs> 27 years in prison in Nelson Mandela's case, yeah, coming out yep. of that and saying, yeah, I, I got to leave that there, or I'm still going to be trapped by it. Like that's so good and uh, such a good reminder. So good. Well, thanks again, buddy. Glad to have you back on. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with before you go? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I love y'all. I thank you guys for checking it out. I love this guy and the work he's doing uh, here at CR. Can't wait when we get to see each other face to face. Amen, brother. So, all I'm right, man. Be bitter about it. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Thanks, bro. All right, brother. Love you. Love you, too. Thank you for listening to the Monday Discussion. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today, and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org, and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery, because nothing changes the fact that we need each other even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.